Uh, hi, I'm Tang Siwa. I'm from Hong Kong. I'm a poet, a writer. I write columns and critics, and um, I'm also doing some uh, social movement and participate in as an activist. Um, today I would like to uh, read a poem which is called "As Trap Sameness." Um, 抽象同一 and I will read it in Chinese. Ah,、oh, sorry, I mean I will read it in Cantonese. Cantonese is um. We'll say that it's a dialect, is which different from Mandarin. Although Mandarin is a kind of formal, formal speaking language in China, but as Cantonese is a very is a what the South China, Southern China districts people spoken, and they love to protect this language. And so、um, I would like to read it in Cantonese, and this poem is actually is about um uh, that's a story behind um I have a friend which um and he he is also um joining their protests and practice activism, and one day he his lung. It gets exposed. It's a kind of disease, and this happens in front of me, and and this poem is actually written at the night before his surgery, because it's a very um very painful surgery. He he had to、uh, sit on the bed and cannot sleep for maybe two weeks.、Uh, so it's、uh, the the pain is the poem is um has the image of death and pain, and and this. And I'm, I have a kind of thinking that at, although we are very caring about each other, but actually each person is alone, and we cannot、uh, being with each other at at any any sense. So,、uh, but it is, uh, this kind of um, this kind of absence actually carry on the, um, desires of being together. So this poem is called 抽象同一。抽象同一，夜比生存又长，比冰短暂。当一切在暗中变形蒸发，绵密的话语只来自星辰。我们苍白而暗淡，如灰石。当你探身向黑色的泉水，你就品尝它的丰润。舔过冰凉，映出身后的影子。锋刃是一种痴夺，并且是一种宁静。不可理解的黑色泉水，无穷反复的历史，迷失的小小欲望。我从来无法说清，黑色断言是液态的，它的刺下包揽重音。重音都有反面，提听以无上之紧礼小心，纯然是为了挨近那恐怖的宁静。要穿越风，才能听见树林；要触摸灯光，才能平复星辰；要关闭所有可能，才能喘上一次虚幻；要把自己钉在虚无之上，才能辨清世界的结构，肯定值得。为之推敲，并得以在感官崩溃之后，遇见自己破碎的手。所目击的星辰早已死去千万年，所有的话语都是遗书，重音的反面
，就是重音自身。短短的軟弱的夜，主結構停當清晰，風韌黑色黐奪寧靜，無疑他們是同一物，痛苦痛苦無法理解或分擔，使我們留在彼此身邊。And I'm Jennifer Feely. I'm Siwa's translator here at the Vermont Studio Center. We first met in October of 2014, I think, in Iowa City,、um, but we didn't start our collaboration until this month、uh, in Vermont. So I'm going to read the poem first, and then maybe talk about translating it.、Uh, abstract sameness. Night is longer than life, more fleeting than ice. When everything distorts and evaporates in the dark, conscientious speech only comes from the stars. We are pale and faint like gray rocks. When you lean across the spring of black water, you taste its blade, lick the ice cold, reflecting the shadows behind you. The blade, a kind of dispossession, a type of tranquility. An incomprehensible black spring, infinite repeating histories, frivolous desires that end up lost. I can't characterize the blackness as actual liquid. It takes all sound under its wing. Every sound has an opposite. Listen reverently, as if part of a solemn ceremony, merely to get close to that eerie tranquility. You have to walk through the wind to hear the forest. You have to touch the light to calm the stars. You have to shut down all possibilities to conjure an illusion. You have to nail yourself to nihility to discern the structure of the world. Make sure it's worth it. Mull it over, and after your senses collapse, come across your own pulverized hands. All the stars that we see died millions of years ago. All speech is letters penned by the deceased. The opposite of sound is sound itself. A brief and weak night, its structure clearly in place, the blade, blackness, dispossession, tranquility. Without a doubt, they're all the same. Pain, pain can be neither understood nor shared, and so we remain beside each other. Uh, so one of the first challenges with this poem is that she has a lot of rhymes,、um, both end rhymes and internal rhymes.、Mm -hmm. And some of the rhymes you can only hear in the Cantonese,、um, but some of them are more like off rhymes、uh, in the Mandarin. And I think that's really important to her poetry and to a lot of Hong Kong poetry to try to preserve that, even though we don't necessarily use rhyme as much in English language poetry right now in the U.S.、Um, another challenge is she likes to use a lot of abstract language. So we spent a lot of time talking about this word. Should it be tranquility? Should it be peacefulness? Should it be stillness? And each word has a little different nuance to it.、Um, so it takes a lot of time to figure out the right word to go with this situation because she doesn't use a lot of concrete words in this poem.、Um, but it was really helpful, I think, about being here at VSC is that we can sit down and talk about this. Um, because knowing the story that she just told about her friend,、um, the activist who had this lung problem,、um, really helped me to get the tone of the poem that I think I wouldn't have been able to 
achieve if I was just reading it on my own um, and emailing her back and forth. Um, I don't know if there's anything you want to add. Or... Thanks, Vermont. <laughs> Thanks, Vermont. <laughs> okay. Hi, I'm Zhang Di. I come from Beijing. Uh, <laughs> next, I'll say Chinese. <咳>这个我其中写了一首我自己比较喜欢的是就是这个枫糖叶呃这首诗写的是一个很小的一个东西很小的一个事物那么是本地这个是这个枫糖叶是本地出产的一个一个土特产品吧按中国人的说法是一
the local maple syrup wriggles its amber figure. And from all sorts of unfamiliar angles, it hawks its wares to you with sweet ancient fists. To fight back, must you really cover your eyes with the politics of time again? The target is ready-made. It has been hidden in your body all along. When it becomes a clear target, it offers a match of wits, even prettier than objectivity. All that must be explained is, here, ancient has its own connotations. From shiny to sticky, it doesn't conceal the fact that the sap was collected from maples 40 meters tall. As for those little holes carved into the trunks as paths for sweetness, their history goes back 1,600 years. This alone shows the shortcomings of your memory. Only by pouring this syrup can one return to the wild. And there, with primeval absorption, the violence of the sweetness practices a perfect restraint. And it is able, from the inside, to awaken you to your pure, original form. Um, it, it was wonderful to um, translate this poem, which has to do with a part of the world that I'm very familiar with and which American um, or English-speaking readers in general will be um, at least somewhat familiar with. Uh, there's part of this poem which I didn't translate, and that is a note, an end note, uh, that Sandia wrote to explain to Chinese readers what maple syrup is. Uh, it's as a translator. Um, I mean, Zandi's work is is can be incredibly complex. He uses a lot of um, references to ancient literature, to um, you know, great great lines of poetry. He quotes. He he's uh, he can be a incredibly allusive. Um, and I frequently wish that I had the space to add a lot of explanation. Um, although I, I, part of my ethos as a translator is not to use footnotes. Uh, so I rarely have the chance. So here it was very interesting to have the reverse case where there was extra added information for the, um, for the Chinese side of it that I didn't need to put into English. Um, so needless to say, it's just been an, you know, an incredible opportunity uh, to be here, to work with Dundee in person, and to see you know, what he would write, what he would come up with being here in Vermont. He, he writes a lot of um, travel poems about being in Japan, about being in Mexico City, about being in um, Taiwan. He has these one, he, he's wonderfully receptive to the environment around him. Um, so it was, a, you know, it's kind of an interesting twist to see, to translate a poem about America from Chinese. Um, so yeah, again, thank you VSC and thank you um, Henry Luce Foundation and all of your supporters for giving us the time uh, to be able to do this. Um, I'm Yang Xiaobin. Uh, I was born in Shanghai and grew up in Shanghai, and I came to the United States for graduate study and work uh, before I moved to Taiwan, where I live now. 好，我要念一首是呃后销售主义者周记，嗯，也稍微的解释一下，曾经想要做的一件事情是我有一个
系列是呃招贴系列，我想做一一系列的招贴。那这个是一个广告的招贴的一个想法，呃，原来想呃印出来一些招贴去贴在街上的一些小广告，比如说呃噩梦数则预购从速，或者是新鲜哈欠呃今日特惠每瓶五元。嗯，可这个好像比较难实施，我怕被这个城管给抓住，嗯、<笑>所以后来。觉得不如先写一首诗吧，嗯，那个行为艺术就再再说。好，这个是，呃，后销售主义者周记。第一天，我卖的是噩梦，但一个都没卖出去。梦和梦堆在卧室里，骨肉相连着。第二天，我改卖哈欠，也无人问津。热腾腾的新鲜哈欠，是不是太湿？以致重量超过了人们的承受力。第三天，我开始卖喷嚏，一阵响亮，逃走的比赶来的还多。我很奇怪，难道非要更私密才行吗？第四天，我决定卖笑，呵呵，哈哈，嘿嘿，嘿嘿。当然，嘿嘿的价高，因为太难了。那个跳上窗口来抢购嘿嘿的恋人，撞碎了门牙，还合不拢嘴。第五天，我想心跳一定卖得更好，但四周机关枪突突，鼓声咚咚，如此的痛，如此的畅销，心跳终究抵不过，应声倒地。第六天，我偷偷卖起欲望来，潮红激喘勃起，一件不留，卖的和卖的都累垮了。最后一天，我只有无梦的睡眠可以卖，但我一吃饭就睡着了。此后，我一无所知。好，然后还要谢谢我的翻译莫凯。嗯<笑>、um, ，So my name is Kanan Morse.、Um, I translate、uh, Chinese poetry and have been working with、uh, Chinese poetry in some form for several years now.、Um, I、uh, became acquainted with Xiaobin's work when I published it in a, a journal of Chinese literature and translation called Pathlight New Chinese Writing. Um, which some friends of mine and I founded back in 2010,、um, and I published four of his poems, and that someone else translated. And I found myself having selected them and edited someone else someone else's work. I found myself rather je more jealous than I expected.、Mm -hmm. um, so uh, let's uh, yeah, let's go right into this. This is、um, a really interesting poem called "The Post Salists Weekly Journal,"、um, and I'll explain the. The nuances of the name and other things later. So, the Post Salists Weekly Journal. The first day, I was selling nightmares, but not a single one sold. Dreams on dreams were piled in my bedroom, linked like sinews to bone. The next day, the next day, I sold yawns instead, but no one came around. Fresh, steaming yawns. Were they too wet? Did their weight exceed what the market would bear? On the third day, I started selling sneezes. A sharp blast. More customers fled than rushed over. It seemed weird to me, as if more privacy were the only way to go. On the fourth day, I decided to sell laughs. Ha 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 he 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 he. Naturally, he he was top shelf because it's so hard. The lover who jumped onto the window to snatch some broke his front teeth. Couldn't close his lips. On the fifth day, I thought heartbeats would sell better. 
But the tat-tatting machine guns, tom-toming drumbeats around me were oh so painful, oh so popular. In the end, heartbeats couldn't hold out and fell over. On the sixth day, I began secretly selling desire. Blushes, heavy breathing, erections, everything had to go. Buyer and seller collapsed from exhaustion. On the last day, all I had left was dreamless sleep. I dozed off as I demonstrated and knew no more. So this this poem is excellent because in many ways, but in one one in particular, it's it's very representative of, of Xiaobin's style and the way that he applies a sort of deconstructionist sort of playfulness mm. to Chinese. Um, it's what makes it so interesting, so often so funny and so hard to translate. I mean, the the thing. So the 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 title I ha I had to use post sailist because the phrase ho xiao shou has it, it echoes it has resonances of things like the Chinese you know like like ho xian dai which is the Chinese translation of post modern um, and so he's in Chinese it's it's much more possible to do this with words because of the way the character system is set up you can there's a, almost a mix and match that um, can be done. It's still it's still confusing. It's still sort of disjoined sense into meaning in Chinese, but in English it's even more. It can be even more tricky because we expect, I think, a stronger level of cohesion um, between words and with sentences. And so, one of the biggest challenges that faced me translating Xiaobin's work was to not be too rational. I think, as a translator, the first instinct is to make it make sense. Mm -hmm. And there are times, especially with this poetry, when you have to just let it be what it is, which ironically requires, both requires, quote unquote, less creativity and more. I mean, on the one hand, you do actually have to take what's on the page and like, you, you know, you have to put it on the page in English at the same time when it doesn't come out with that same music, because there's an obvious music in the Chinese. There's this weird it's a, it's a sort of a, it's a, there's an intent, a very audible intent that you have to reproduce through completely new selection from your English vocabulary. Um, and that's been the greatest challenge, you know, and most exciting challenge. So, I mean, in a month here, I think I've translated 22 or 23 poems. Um, which I think I, you know, I mean, I couldn't have done without the Luce Foundation, and I, I really want to thank both uh, the Henry Luce Foundation and Vermont Studio Center for 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 giving us all this time. It's, I mean, this is um, I'm coming out of here with the core of a collection, um, which I will be able to show to people all of these drafts that I've had all this wonderful time to to edit and shape. Discussion possible. So we bad. forgot to, to use canned laughter for the poem. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
，因为我在中国的时候也是被他被我的同行说成是这个师哥劳模。什么？师哥劳模，劳模对，哦，劳动模范嘛，劳动模范就写的比较多的。其实我有一个有，就有一个想法，就是一开始在中国最近几年写的比较多的一个原因，就是我觉得，就是中国中国人写诗，就传统上就是把这个诗歌当成了一件，就是当成了一个仪式啊，就是说如果把诗看得很就是很神圣啊，跟那个日，呃。就好像这诗歌这事，它是一个非常脱俗的、非常雅、非常雅的这个事情，嗯，不是一般从日常生活能够进入的。就是你要一般来讲的话，你要远，就是诗歌写作啊，这写作写作这呃这个这回事情，就是要远离了日常生活。你应该好像你应该净化你的心灵之后，进入到一个很隐秘的场所里，才能够去从事的一件事情。当然，我觉得这个也没有错。呃，但是我觉得这样的话。就这样一个对诗歌的一种理解哈、啊，对诗歌写作的一种一种观念吧，会让诗人把很多原来很好的想法都给过滤掉了。哎，所以我呢，我我我最近有意识的一个，实际上是自对自我的一个挑战吧，就是我想，就是说诗歌能不能，就是说你在生活中是什么样的这个状态，你在那个日常生活里面想到的那个事情，你的那个状态，你可能稍微。变换一点点心情，变换一点点角度，就能进入到这个诗歌。而且这个进入到诗歌的时候，这个也不需要你去进行很多的那种扭曲哈，就是进行过度的那种提炼。它其实你有了一种眼光之后，它那个东西本身它就是一个你对日常事物的一个重新的一个审美。所以带着这样一个心态，我最近这几年我确实写的比较多一点点。呃，来到。这这个来我蒙特之前，我还有一个担心，就是说，这个我这样的一个写作节奏会不会被打断啊？所以，这个来那个来美国的这个第一天吧，先先到了那个伯林顿，住住在伯林顿那个旅馆里面，就就是倒时差失眠，睡不着觉，就就出去走，去个就是夜里面就出出来走。在那个出走的过程中，早上啊晚上走了一遍，完了早上又走了一遍，所以当这个那天晚上大概只在床上躺了三个小时吧，就硬躺着就根本睡不着觉，完了就开始写，就是写东西，就写了一首诗，完了到了这个江森之后，那么对周围的那个事物，这个雪这个雪景吧，有一种很深的一种感触，所以把在中国那个。积累下来的很多那种想法、经验，还有那种可能那种潜意识中的那种那种东西吧，都调动起来。所以我看到每一个景色，每点新鲜的事物，比如说跟小孩他们去爬山呐、啊，去看到那个，我们觉得那个路的粪便啊，那新鲜路的粪便啊,、嗯、啊,啊，都能有一种感触。嗯嗯、啊，包括你说那你们说的那黑雕，完了我就不断去。嗯啊，去写去寻找，已经成为一个维蒙克的看见了，好像看见了，又好像没看见。好<笑>像那个，还有那野鸭，就是看到这些小事物都有感触。嗯，所以我觉得一下好像有写不完的东西啊。嗯，我的状况就是来到，就是嗯，我想就是呃，就是这里有个很重要的地方，就是跟跟我呃跟香港有一个距离。对，其实其实我我来这边除了一般要继续写，呃，日常性的交稿，还有一个比较长的稿件之外，呃，就是目前写了六首，后来后来就发现这六首诗其实都是很多都是
，就是要么就是一就是一些忧虑的忧虑的流流露，然后另外就是有一些就是其实是跟人际关系的，有些是被这里的人激发的事情，呃，有一有一些是。有一些是就是呃跟香港的朋友的关系，就因为这种事情如果在在香港的话，他就会用一个电话解决，但现在就没有办法，因为有十三个小时时差，所以就需要用诗去解决。对，然后我一定要写张张帝老师那个被困房门被锁了开不了锁那个，我一定要写的就是对，有大量的报酬的措施在后面，对，就是所以。我觉得在这里，呃，一个很重要的地方就是他，他，他的生活比较简单。然后，当然我用了，我需要就是没有张帝那么快就进入一个环境。我其实进入环境很慢。然后，呃，通常和通常是和呃，对于我来说，我我和人的关系其实很重要。就是这次写的时候就发现很明显，就是其实人对我，人对于相对于自然来说，就是人对我比较重要。但自然可以，自然就它是它是一个 contest。但是人是激发，就是他不停地累积一些、嗯、呃自然里累积了一大堆词汇和句子，但是他需要有人的激发，他才可以组织起来这样。嗯、对，然后嗯、呃，在这里就是呃很还有就是很开心，呃这这些都是缘分吧，就是来来到可能看就是呃就是都是放着呃 Alan 的 Goodman 的呃翻译在那个大厅里面，嗯、然后就。不停的就是在看呃张帝和那个呃王小妮，都是都是对于然后对于日常生活的那个节奏和语法都有一点呃都有一点，就有一点重新的调整这样。然后这次带过来的书比较主要都是比较哲学性，连诗集都很哲学性，所以所以那个呃写出来的诗就是属于。想太多的那种事，对，所以就是比较累的。然后看看张迪老师的，一天每天所有小事物都可以歌颂一番，真是非常的，就是觉得哇，活得好带劲 ，so such a happy life， 有没有？然后我你之情如滔滔江水，你好厉害。然后就是。<笑>你好厉害，然后就是，所以就是那个我，嗯，就是觉得，但是没有办法，就是因为呃，我们在香港那边生活就，就呃，还是影响很大。对于就香港的那个情况和政治的气氛和他生活情况，对对我们每个人原来精神影响很大。嗯、就是到呃来到美国，慢慢可能要一个月去才就是。有点觉得自己有有点像疗养的感觉、嗯。你们可能在路上看见我在那里发呆，其实好像就是那个坐老人院坐在那里疗养。所以这个也是，对，如果是在在香港的话，他会用一种很急迫的方法去解决，比如电话，比如 Facebook， 比如说是呃 short 的呃短的时时事评论这样。但是来到美国就可以用诗和散文去解决。我觉得这个是很好，就是他保护了我一些创作的灵魂的部分。嗯。嗯嗯，我是比较慢热型的，其实，但是劳模对我肯定是有刺激。呃，我通常跟我的通常的工作方式跟张帝是不一样的，也就是说我，我呃比较少及时性的就反应写一首诗，但是但是我在福姆、呃、在在这个蒋森这边，我现在回想起来，呃，首先第一点是我写我我的写作的频率比比任何时候都要高。呃，就是这个出产的出产率吧，应该说是诗的出产率。呃，其中未必
全部是跟当地有关的啊。嗯。因为为张帝和当地已经融合在一起，我还我还,我还没有跟对，我还没有跟当地完美的融合在一起。但是但是有，我先先融合张帝，再借张帝融合当地。哦，你是说经由张帝去融合当地？所以呃，也融合了一些。其实是我现现在回想起来，可能有有至少有两首吧。是呃，是跟这里的生活有关的。有一首叫《趟过女冰河》，嗯，有一首是叫呃《撬锁指南》。啊，这都是都是系列里边的，是吧？都是发生啊，对对对，都是系列里边的。都是系列里边。嗯，呃，我想说什么？啊，那个，但是但是我是我的写作方式是我我想我我基本上不是马上就贴出来。还是可能过一阵子可以修改一下，当然这个修改不是把它修改的更，其实不是修改的更像一首诗，还是想让它更缓、更缓和一点，或者更放松一点。因为有的时候写的时候反而是一种紧张的状态。嗯嗯。好，嗯呃,呃，但是我还是要强调，就是在这里确实其实写了不少，大概大概有十首左右吧，我觉得。嗯嗯。啊。所以不管怎么样，都是还是对我有有，我我没有我没有数，我现在想大概<笑>大致上吧。今天追哎，所以还是非常感谢这个 Loose Foundation 的这样一个安排。嗯啊。It's so interesting to hear the poets speak because their their uh attitudes are so different and the way they go about their um. Sort of writing lives, their how, how they actually produce work is so different, and I'm I'm really curious since there are the three translators、um, in the room together. I wonder if our process of translating is as different as the poet's、uh, way of going about writing poetry is clearly different. I don't know if anyone produces as much translation as you do. <笑> so we're very we're a good pair. Right? 都说都说对啊，都说你是火速的翻译。<笑> no, 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 no. 嗯，绝配，绝配，行了啊！你你俩配你就配到这儿啊！哈哈哈哈哈哈！不是那个意思，不是那个意思，不是那个意思。Yeah, I. Why do you just say that? Don't talk about that. Okay. 再再说下去就，这个玩笑会开到一个比较，嗯，叫决斗。Yeah, I, I mean it's hard to say. I I have definitely done I have done about four to six months of work in a month.、Mm. Um, and having in my case, it tends to be technical questions. With me, I tend to do, I do the translation. I I I I always do translations that I care about. I always do longhand.、Mm. Always,、mm -hmm. I write them down by hand. That way, I not only do I—I I mean, I, I put a lot of energy into the first draft, but when I transcribe them, I have like it's like it's like one and a half step editing.、Mm -hmm. So like I'm already to the editing stage when I put them in the computer because I'm looking at them. And I, I can say ah, that doesn't work,、um, and I have all my notes about lines that didn't work、um, on the page, on the written page, and then I can I can work with those as I transcribe、um, with. With Yang Xiaobin's work, there are two stages in in my case where I have to stop. One is when I'm really where I am lost, 
Mm-hmm. And that happens on a couple of that happens in a couple of areas. One is when I have when I have vocabulary that I straight up don't know, or pairings that I what I straight up don't know well. And second is in which, and this happens a lot with his work, because he is using words in non or I one might even say anti habitual manners. Mm-hmm. It it forces me to go back and look at the word. Right, like this sentence, I before thought it meant something. 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 Words in Chinese that really don't belong together. Yeah. So to recreate that in English, you have to be incredibly creative right. to come up with something, right. you know, similar. And I did, like, I did. 听了你们的这个解释，我对我自己的诗有了新的理解。这就对了嘛。And like, like interesting, interesting anecdote. I did a couple of his poets poems when we when we first started to apply. I translated a couple of his poems that I really liked, um, and sent them off. And I sent them off to a couple of places, and they were published in the Baffler. And I looked at these drafts, and I'm like, I I couldn't believe how different he sounded in English than in Chinese. And I was like, oh crap! This first of all, it was great poetry, but I'm like, okay, I have to pay attention to this. So we came here, and I worked for a week, and I looked at these translations. And I'm like, and I started doing a lot of cutting and pasting the way I would with any poem. And I looked back at the draft, and I'm like, these read like Seamus Heaney poems. This is some, there's something wrong here. So I went back and I I trashed all the all these drafts that I had done, and I redid a bunch of them. Like I rethought a bunch of them. He has a series called Sidi Gua, like the Song of the Four Seasons, which I realized I had totally screwed up, and went back and I just redid the whole thing. But I wanted to do Seamus Heaney. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> What about you, Jennifer? I mean, I think my process is very similar to Kanan's. I mean, it depends on which work I'm translating.、Um, and with、uh, Xiuwa, we're at the beginning of a collaboration, so it's a very different feeling. Like I just came off of translating a book that took several years, so I was really into that poet's voice.、Um, so now it's like I'm getting acquainted with her writing.、Um, but like Kanan, I always start. Longhand, so I print out the Chinese, and I go through and try to decode it, and I make a lot of notes and start、um, creating、uh, columns of synonyms.、Um, and then once I do that, I'll often type up a draft on the computer and print it out, and then again longhand redo it. And I end up making these little word clouds of possible synonyms.、Um, But then I also look at, especially for Siwa, because the music is so important. I look at the rhythm of the words, where the stress is, and I start like thinking about the line. And depending on which, like I, I look at maybe what is the most important word in that line, and try to figure out the right word to use. And then it's like a puzzle. I adjust the rest of the words to fit the rhythm with with that word. Um, but what happens is, if I end up later having to go back and scrap something, I go back to all these columns of words and I'm scratching things out. So, as I create these drafts, I end up stapling them on top of each other, and I just have like piles so that every poem has like a record of like 30 pages in the end. And that way, if、cool. that way, if I end up needing to go back and revise something. 
Um, I can say, oh, actually, like draft three had the best way to say this. Um, and so, yeah, I spend a lot of time thinking about these word families. But something really interesting about being here that, with her that I only realized after getting to know her as a person is that all of her poems seem to be about the night. And I realized getting <laughs> to know her that she really does stay up till dawn, wandering around um, VSC. And I didn't realize this until I started staying up, staying up later, you know, and, and would see her. And it's helped me to better understand, I think, her poetry. So um, that's my excuse for not going to breakfast most of the month. <laughs> I was oh, doing research.我会在这里<笑><笑> 很大的挑战 操持的这，就我们所操持这这项工作，不是说有诗歌和那种幻影性的一种译文，就是有中文诗和英文诗，对吧？它是有一个，所以在原所谓的原文，英文说original，但是我们现在更倾向于source 译文之间是这个，其实这个这个距离有时候近，有时候远着。嗯，对，所以，哈，嗯，这就是这就是文学翻译的奇妙之处，我觉得。嗯嗯，It's interesting you bring up, you know, the the English sort of has to stand as its own um, independent work in English, and I, you know, I I'm reluctant to admit this, but it's really interesting listening to Jennifer and Kanan describe their processes because mine is completely different, <laughs> utterly different. Um, frequently I will translate the poem as I read it for the first time. Um, and the reason I do that is that I think it sort of protects or it creates a sense of wonder in at least in that original draft which has a ton of mistakes and which mm -hmm. is very disorganized but there's a sense of discovery mm -hmm. that that goes mm -hmm. along with each of the lines that i i hope is retained in the finished version that there's that sense in the english um of of the experience of um discovering something for the first time and that kind of excitement that can push readers through what is sometimes very unfamiliar territory. Um, and, and I love Jennifer's 
you know, pile of drafts because, you know, you kind of end up with this almost geological formation of, mm-hmm. you know, the mm-hmm. what what used to be and the carcasses of old dinosaurs underneath. Strata, strata, strata. meeting. It's fantastic. I'm, I'm going to try doing that. Yeah, that's actually really <laughs> I end up with a lot of pictures, too, when I can't find the word and I just start scribbling. So. Fantastic. I love that. That's brilliant. That. That's brilliant. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, we've done a lot of work. We have made a lot of work. Yes. Yes. And I think that's really that's that's like the motto of this place, right? Absolutely. And and, I mean I wanna add we've also had a lot of fun together. You know, and being able to be here with um, other writers and with visual artists and with people who, you know, work in extremely different ways and have lots of different experiences from all over the world Mm. is is just Right, and I think to see like for these three Chinese language poets coming from places where they don't have maple syrup, where they've mm-hmm. never gone sledding. Right. And they have these new experiences, <laughs> yeah. which gives them material yeah. to write poems about from yeah. a completely different perspective Absolutely. than an American And to writer. come from really intense, I mean, Hong Kong, uh, Taipei, and Beijing are incredibly intense um, cityscapes. Yes. And mm-hmm. to come to a small town alone is, a, you know... It's a big a, change. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>